Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of LMNOP, your favorite podcast about my favorite television show, Elementary. Cosmos. What? Cosmos. Burgers again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. I'm done coming up with a joke every week. I just want to watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I'm hearing you. If you say you? it enough times, it'll come true. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing you and I'm I'm not listening. Okay. This is the show about elementary. And uh, I'm your host, Val Flight Cub, a.k.a. Lucy with the fatherly attention ball. Uh, and <laughs> I am your hostess, Cupcake, Alec, a.k.a. ABC's hit family sitcom starring Lawrence Fishburne, Brackish. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a lovely guest, our first guest of the season, of the season, of the whole thing. Uh, thing. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to welcome on my my very good friend, Alex. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Alex. Uh, don't worry, there's two of me, so you won't get me confused. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm uh, on a very small plane with a very large wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, it's dangerous. Oh, dang. Amazing. So, Alex, had you ever seen Elementary before? I had not. But being a host on HKIP, you have heard about it. And your friend, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes, yes. I do talk about it everywhere that I can. Turns out it's good. Yay. Um, I'm glad you liked it. So, um, shall we Shall we discuss the episode? Yeah. Get right yeah, and, we, and we're going to be talking about the pilot episode. Not oh. to be confused with the first episode. Called Flight Risk. Season one, episode six, Flight Risk. Yes. More like Flight Cub. More like Flight Cub. <laughs> If you think about it, um, when I jump up on a fence and walk from post to post, that's a flight cub risk. (laughs) And when you break your bone, that's the flight cub wrist. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Ah, you're so wise. (laughs) So this episode starts with Joan being woken up to uh, extremely loud radio sounds like police dispatch radio. And she goes downstairs to the media room, and there's it's because there's a very large police dispatch radio in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sherlock comes up and he's like, oh, sorry, I went downstairs for cereal, which the problem with turning your speakers up loud enough that you can hear it downstairs is you can also hear it upstairs. <laughs> and also all of his neighbors. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do love um, my first impression of Sherwood. This thing is just his big yellow bowl of cereal it's very cute yes yes he 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 likes to eat things out of bowls that are kind of too big because he i appreciate that in um an episode that we have seen but the while recording this it hasn't come out yet but the person listening to this will have heard the episode we're talking about anyway uh there's a previous episode <laughs> where he's eating eggs out of a metal bowl that's just it's not egg size like a, like a mixing bowl yeah it's like it's <laughs> not like a, it's like a small mixing bowl but it's still like definitely not intended to eat eggs out of See, that's fantastic the, the key is, is, is sherlock you know doesn't like to to sleep or eat uh unless he absolutely has to so he just like super loads up mm. and has like four portions of breakfast all at once mm. yeah he in a later episode says like if i could just eat gray sludge i would yeah, try the gray stuff it's delicious <laughs> no, nobody tell this guy about soylent yeah for real no, nobody let this guy go on reddit <laughs> Oh, boy. I'm really glad that Sherlock is not on Reddit. 
<laughs> he's just on beekeeping forums <laughs> where he's very annoying, but it's because he loves the bees. Are you, are you still there? Yeah, I was just thinking about bees. Me too, thanks. <laughs> Me too, thanks. <laughs> Has the episode come out yet where um I explained to Alex Alec about the Me Too Thanks? Well, if it has, I still don't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently you told me and it just went away. I mean, that's fine. You told me what a safety is in football and I don't remember. But how many points? Two. Yay. Yeah. Alex, you know what what a safety is in football? Two points. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Moving on. It's when you put, it's when you put on your helmet. (laughs) You get two points for that? (laughs) Yeah. It's safety. That's great. <laughs> I think they should just forget about the ball and mm-hmm. just do safety precautions for points. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be, I mean, they're already padded up to just be even more padded. Right? Like you you see them in the padding and you're like, how do they get in there? And <laughs> you don't know because that's not the game. No. But what is that part was the game? <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. I like it. I like it. Um, new game, safety. Football. Safe ball. Foot. Sa- no, there's no ball involved. Just safe foot. Safe foot. And the rest of you. And the rest. So Joan and Sherlock are lamenting the fact... Well, Sherlock is like, yeah, I've been listening to the police scanner because I um, we haven't had any interesting cases. Nothing's happened. They haven't called us in. And Joan is like, oh, well, you know, maybe somebody will put their mother-in-law in a wood chipper and you'll have something to do. And Sherlock just holds up his crossed fingers he's like that would make me chipper yeah uh that's good thank you yeah because it's kind of a that's sort of that's the truth of his life is his thing that he likes to do does necessitate somebody having done something very horrible but hopefully in a confusing way i mean if he really wanted to he could just like help children find their missing stuff but news fast that doesn't make for good television that's true that's season eight (laughs) (laughs) that's the um the the new season of brooklyn 99 where (laughs) they just stop being cops (laughs) yes exactly they don't start working at the post office they just quit working at all yeah just volunteer for kids so joan tells sherlock that um his dad has emailed her to say that he wants to have dinner with them and sherlock is like ha 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 that's not happening my dad does not show he doesn't come to things and joan is like what so sherman is like you're you've never met him um like in almost like a conspiratorial way like he's a truther about his own dad (laughs) (laughs) which i'm gonna pick back up on later but i just wanted to I just want to plant that seed there. He is. He is. And he says, like, um, as someone who's spent incrementally more time with him. So, like, you know, he might he thinks he might have seen his dad once, but he was a kid. <laughs> so he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Then they hear on the radio the, that there's a 1066 and that Gregson has 84. And apparently that means there's something unusual that's happened. And Gregson is on the scene. And... Since it was on the beach, it's not a train crash or a building collapse, which means it's going to be a plane crash. Or a sea monster. No, it's that's not. 1066 is unusual thingy happen. Are you telling me that a sea monster is a usual occurrence? That would be a 10666. Oh. <laughs> like a, a paranormal yeah. event. Demon. 
Sorry, I didn't know you read the entire fucking police code book. Now I feel... <laughs> no, just... That's just the one I know. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the beach. For It's a beach episode. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. kind of. Kind of. Yeah, Sherlock and Joan get dressed up in 1930s swimwear. <laughs> <laughs> so they show up at the scene and... um. Alex, you're new to this series, so you might not know that this isn't what Sherlock always looks like, but did you notice that he had, like, so much stubble and, like, just looked disheveled? I did kind of, I kind of thought that was what he always looked like. Yeah. <laughs> he kind, um, he kind of looks like that a lot, but especially <laughs> this one. He's, he's in distress right now. Yeah. I mean, he's, um, he's gone three whole days without, you know, solving a crime. <laughs> without owning someone on the internet <laughs> um i do want to like shout out his uh like physical acting in this scene because mm-hmm. he seemed like so awkward and uncomfortable here yeah uh, like just the way he was like standing and like walking on the sand was mm-hmm. as if someone had never walked on sand before <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was kind of like cat in high grass about it like yeah <clears throat> sherlock's physical awkwardness is a highlight of johnny lee miller's acting ability so sherlock is like hello i'm here to help with the plane crash and they're like we're good we looked at it and we just we discovered it was a plane crash so it was just a you know a normal run-of-the-mill plane crash normal normal crash it's a it was a regular Um, one i do i do want to say like i feel like part of i feel like the show didn't really like it skipped its homework here mm-hmm. because they're like oh this isn't even a crime scene except that they like are obviously treating it as a crime scene and like not moving the bodies which you would probably do if there was a crash oh like it like it's all like taped off like a crime scene and they're just like walking around it whereas if it was actually a crash scene probably there would be ambulances and like they would be taking the bodies to the hospital oh yeah but the fact that they're like well these are definitely dead we'll just leave them yeah just leaving him and taking pictures. Mm. That's a good point. So they, um, they're they like, okay, we don't need your help. Thanks, Sherlock. And he's like, great. Um, and he just start- walks in and he starts looking at stuff. <laughs> Basically, they say, we don't need your help. And he says, are you sure? Lock? Sure? Like a... Sea sh- seashore. Oh, sh- like the beach. I was going for Sherlock. All right. Well, uh, you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much <laughs> for your cameo, Alec. Um, I do. Yeah, I do have Shoreline on my like list of things to call Sherlock. So <laughs> we can we can just get to that. Um. So Shoreline is yeah very uh he's very interested, and he's like oh these people are all lawyers because they have toiletry bags that have the company of a. He law, law law firm. Well, yeah. Well, it's it's a um, dictation service something, but he's right. So whatever. I think this is one of the first ones that we one of the first episodes that we get like a really graphic like death scene or not like death scene but like body. Yeah, body. Because they like have a close up on this guy's leg that's just like got a chunk taken out of it yeah it looks like salami <laughs> it kind of does <laughs> yeah um and then there's somebody else with their skull bonked in and sherlock is like wait a minute 
This is a plane. This plane crashed because there was a murder on the plane. Because these people were dead by the time it crashed. And also this guy has a, a big uh, spot in his head where he got bonked. Real hard. Uh, yeah. And, and the, the big thing was that um, his salami knee, uh, although it was bloody and gross, um, his his pants were not bloody and gross, which means that he was not alive when that giant cut happened. Right. Otherwise, he would have right. bled out. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then we get to a very, very interesting um, uh, piece of dialogue and interaction where um, there's sand on this beach. A sandy beach. Yeah. Mm. It's, um, have you ever been to, have you ever seen that before? I've heard tale, mm. but I've heard tales, heard tell, heard tells. <laughs> um, but no, I've never met sandy beaches. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what is the name of the, is that the name of the squirrel from, from Spongebob? Sandy Cheeks. Sandy, Pe- Sandy Cheeks. Sandy Jesus. Cheeks. Okay. Okay. I was just making sure that my drag name wasn't <laughs> too close to just the squirrel from Spongebob. <laughs> um, I mean, would that be so bad? Yes! <laughs> I never watched Spongebob and I have a moral purity about it. I don't know why. <laughs> um... So, so he's like, this sand is newer sand from this other sand, which, hmm, I hate sand. It's grainy and annoying. It gets it's ev- coarse and coarse and yeah, gets everywhere. Gets everywhere. <laughs> and Joan is like, okay, well, even if there was a murder on the plane, everyone that was on the plane is dead now. So why would we stay? So can we go home? Yeah. Can we go home? Are we good? Um, and, and Sherlock is like, no, because we, uh, we don't know who did it yet. So, yeah, and he's like, we owe it to the families of the innocent people to make sure that they know that their loved one was innocent. That is, is, you know, yeah. Which is a lovely thing that he says and does not mean because clearly he's like, (laughs) I want to solve the puzzle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, he, a lot of his like justifications for solving crimes are very like human based, but he also just likes it. He likes to solve things. This also is the first instance of something that Sherlock starts doing because he spends more time with Joan, which is that when he's describing the killer, he's like, he or she has blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, Joan is, like, never flattered that he's, like, women can kill, too. <laughs> but, he, yeah, it's just, I think it's a funny detail. Hire more women axe murderers. <laughs> 50% of people on death row should be women. <laughs> um, so, so, Gregson has talked to the plane crash investigator people and he's like okay we're allowed to look at this we're allowed to look at the murder they'll look at the the crash so we'll work together but you sherlock you don't have to leave so so they're they they get into the interview room in the police station with this guy who is the owner of the plane he owns a couple Mm -hmm. of planes and we learned that the pilot of the plane is this guy named joe and the guy whose head was uh bonked i wrote in my uh, notes that he was the bonk e um <laughs> his name was hank the owner guy is like 
it's no way it's Joe. Joe is a really good guy. He would never do anything wrong. He was really nice. So keep looking. It's not him. He would never bonk somebody. He would never. And then they're out of the investigation, the, the you know conversation room or whatever it's called. And Joan is like, okay, so dad sent more details about the dinner. She also, she says that his dad invited them to a restaurant called Lure, which I just really... <laughs> like how much more obvious do you have to get that you're like leading someone down a path to botheration <laughs> like <laughs> come see me at the red herring <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um and Sherlock's just like how many times do I have to tell you dad doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> yes she's like well we gotta and he's like well have fun with that. And then Belle is here. And I realized that we hadn't seen Belle all episode. I, I feel like we see Belle twice and he both times he just cuts Sherlock off. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's here for like most of the episodes. Like, it's Belle time. He's around. Yeah. Um. So my thing immediately when I when this guy came on screen is I feel like so uh, what's the what's uh, Shamwow's name again? The actor? Johnny Lee Miller. So he's like his physical acting is really, really good. Mm hmm. And I feel like uh, Belle's actor is like kind of trying to overcompensate to like match it. <laughs> uh, I can't like I can't stop looking at his hands like he's very deliberately placing them <laughs> whenever he speaks. And I couldn't like unsee it. It's true. Yeah, I could. I but, can I mean, see like, that. Good actor. Like, obviously, mm -hmm. no, no disrespect, but just like in comparison, it was very funny. Yeah, because he is he's like the cop guy. So he wants to be like cop officially stoic kind mm -hmm. of something. Um, yeah, that's very true. So Bell has made some discoveries of his own because he's a detective and they that's what dis detectives do. So apparently another one of the guys on the plane, the other the other guy on the plane was named his last name was Devlin and he was the boss of the Bonky and uh, the two of them had been having arguments about um, a lawsuit that they were uh Working. Do doing. Yeah. <laughs> that they were lawing. Yeah. yeah. Per they're performing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, against Carmanto Foods, which is just absolutely the TV equivalent of Monsanto <laughs> Foods. It's like, couldn't be more obvious <laughs> that that's what they mean. It's like- Gas cargo foods. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they might as well be like, it's like when they're like, oh, I'm going to look it up on Poodle. <laughs> Actually, Carmento is um, it's a, a candy-based company where you can only eat it inside vehicles. Mm. Mm. The pressure, the vehicle pressure. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. The pression. The pression. <laughs> so this is when... Um, the investigators find the black box in the plane. Yes. And they go, listen to it. Which, first of all, it's orange, so... <laughs> It's it's a symbolic black box. <laughs> <laughs> so they listen, and it seems to back up this theory of, you know, oh, Devlin and um, Mr. Bonky got into an argument um, because you can hear him being like, I'm not going to stand for this anymore. What's wrong with you? And the woman that's on the plane is like, come down, come back here, stop. Ah. And then you hear them like start to, their planes start to get, oh, no, we're crashing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you hear the slide whistle sound. <laughs> and it's also i just want to note like i don't mean to just like nitpick this episode because mm -hmm. uh, it was overall really enjoyable but also this entire conversation is like while the pilot's on the line with air control <laughs> so 
they would also have a copy of this and they didn't need to find the black box. <laughs> That's a good point. Yes. Oh and gosh. in fact, like, so like air traffic control heard the plane crash. So like they probably would have been the ones to call it in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Cause he, yeah. Cause he's like on the phone with air control and he's like, I'm having problems with my plane. And they're like, can you mm-hmm. not do that? And he's like, no, I, it has to. It's not letting me not. <laughs> They're like, damn, for real? <laughs> Shit sucks. Damn, dude, that sucks. <laughs> Rip to your plane crash, but... Just heard about your plane crashing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, so you were right, Sherlock. You know, um, Devlin did give him a bonk. And Sherlock is like, actually, no, I was wrong. That's not what happened. Because he's like, you know, you don't hear Hank at all in the recording. Um, and I think that was because he was part of the silent majority. Boo. <laughs> well, si- it wasn't a pun. I'm just. Most people are silent at all times. It, <laughs> the majority of the time. No, silent. Oh, ma- the majority. The silent majority is dead people. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Because the majority of people oh. never say anything on account of <sighs> being dead. That's why he sees dead people, but he doesn't hear them. Right. Damn. Well, that movie. That movie makes sense now. Yeah. No other problems with it. That. Makes Senses. Sixth sense. It's it makes sense eight. It makes sense eight. Another show. I did not realize that sense eight was a word. Also. Oh, sense eight. I mean, it's like in sense eight. It's a pretty yeah. It's an obscure word. Yeah. I was just willing to just roll with that name of that show. Like, yeah, there's eight of them. <laughs> well, it, it's their eighth. Well, and they're also sense. they're called and they're called sense eights in the show. Like, oh yeah. A-G. Yeah yeah yeah. It's their eighth sense. Mm-hmm. You want to elaborate on? on yeah. That? Yeah. So everyone has ahead. you know the normal seven and then they have their eighth one can you name it can you name them yes yeah, yeah. the eighth sense so, yeah. yeah it's um brain swapping i don't know i never saw the yeah, show that, you're right so yeah it's it's touch uh-huh taste uh-huh. smell mm-hmm. uh hearing mm-hmm. sight mm-hmm. uh magnets <laughs> uh-huh and i mean hey if we want to um, get tec- technical uh, proprioception we don't. Well, yeah, I wasn't going to count that one. Just think of something else funny. <laughs> I'm sorry that uh, I spent two and a half years of my life taking neuroanatomy and winding up with a C minus in that class. And I would like to show off what I've learned. <laughs> and the seventh sense is friendship. <laughs> <laughs> and then mind melting. Mind melting, yes. So back to the show of elementary. Who? Who is she? I don't know her. Elementopy? Elementopy. Anemonemy. We're watching Anemone. Anemone. I live in an anemone. So the reason that Sherlock thinks that it's, uh, that Hank was dead before, he thinks he was hidden in the cargo hold, um, because the pilot says to the radio traffic control people, he's like, three souls aboard. And then the radio traffic people are like, all right, don't get so fucking religious, dude. (laughs) And the the plane crash investigator is like, yeah, but everyone knows pilots don't have souls. <laughs> so, well, no, she's like, sometimes, like, we all know that sometimes pilots don't count themselves in the soul count. And I'm like, shouldn't that be standardized for yeah. cases like this? Right, right. That is an incredibly good question. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, we have eight people, give or take. <laughs> right. So Sherlock is like, that's why he said that, and that's why... The plane got tipped, and that's also why you haven't been able to find the murder weapon yet, have you? Well, that's what I thought. So, um, and Belle's like, oh, I could have could have wound up in the water. And Sherlock's like, nothing else wound up in the water. <laughs> it's 
stupid Bill. Why don't you go ding dong somewhere? <laughs> he's so he's so irritable this episode. And then he just takes Bell's phone and like snaps the other SIM card into it. Yes. How does he do this? He's just like, I, do you mind? Yeah, and like I don't reaches know. <laughs> over to his pocket. I mean, he needs to like he needs to know Bell's password. He needs to know like the voicemail password for the other guy. <laughs> yeah, he just click 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 beep 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 um, beep. Alex Sherlock is really good at getting into stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's called okay. hacking, and it is one of the skills he has. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I well, that I have no more questions then. <laughs> um. So that yeah, they listen to the um the dead guy's phone, and it does have a voicemail that sounds exactly like the crash because Sherlock was right. Surprise. What if what if um what if like there was another voicemail that he had gotten afterwards that would, <laughs> would have played first. <laughs> Hey, honey, what, just what picked up your rash cream. Um, <laughs> I'm on my way home. They didn't have extra large ad- adult diapers, so I just got you large. <laughs> just finished watching an episode of BBC's Sherlock. What a great show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's infinitely more embarrassing than pooping and farting in your um, pants. Yeah, everyone does that. Yeah, we yeah. All, keep telling yourself that, Val. We all do. We all anyway. do that every once in a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alec. Mm-hmm. Also, we need to sit somewhere else to record the next episode. <laughs> so yeah, so so Sherlock is like, and you know what? I don't think that the pilot was the killer because a pilot wouldn't have put the weight in the back like that because they would have known that that weight imbalance would crash a plane. So mm-hmm. they got some more investigating to do. So they go to the police station. And um, Sherlock is looking at, you know, the pictures and the, you know, fl- plane drawing and stuff. And Jonah's like, hey, um, you were being kind of weird earlier. Are you afraid of flying? And Sherlock is like, <laughs> shut up. He's like, don't try to deduce me. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah yeah and then he's like you can tell she touched a nerve because he's like you're a disgrace disgraced surgeon not a disgraced psychiatrist yeah. <laughs> so damn dude okay um and she goes how did you get from london to to new york and he doesn't answer he doesn't tell her about it he was in uh he was on like a crate like a shipping uh <laughs> ship with his family's zoo it was it- <laughs> it was a tiny house inside of a, a shipping <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a, a terrible accident and uh he had to go on a lifeboat and only him and a tiger survived mm-hmm. oh yeah was, yeah i just figured out that you're talking about life of pi and not madagascar <laughs> i was thinking madagascar too <laughs> i like to move it move it yeah i think he i think he took a boat greta thunberg style mm-hmm. just mm. wore a cute little sailor outfit and you know? And it was to save the bees. Yeah, save the bees. The bees, yeah. And not because he's afraid of it, because he's a smart big man boy, so he would never be afraid of something. Yeah, he does this this funny, like, oh, like, uh, phobias are irrational. I would never have an, a phobia. I'm like, no, dude, you have a phobia, and also it's okay to have a phobia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's any any phobia that you have, there is a, like, rational way to explain it. Like, I'm, I'm not, like, phobic of balloons. I just think that they're dangerous and the loud noise they make could really hurt somebody. And, you know, usually they're filled with, you know, whatever, like... Poisonous gas. It's yeah. like, okay, but you do have a phobia, though. <laughs> so then Bill 
ding, ding, it's bell time. He comes in and he's like, we got the security footage. So there's there's some security footage of the outside of the hangar. So they go to watch that in the office and uh, it smells like- They go to the office, Michael Scott, they just go, to see this video. And they look right into the camera. Jim, the office. Jim Sherlock. Yes. Work uh, homes at the office, uh, more like working working from home because of COVID nineteen. It's topical, ew. So uh. kind of a make your own joke kind of a thing. There, I just spat out we, the ingredients. We've given you all the ingredients. <laughs> yes, this is like a freshly no. This is not a freshly subscription. It's a Hello Fresh subscription. You know, got him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the difference is. Freshly is just pre made food. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not super relatable knowledge, is yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was yeah, plus, it was also more like misfits, you know, when they send you those fucked up vegetables. Oh! <laughs> oh, so you're being rude to me now in front of our guest. Um, so this is when we meet one of the other people that works at the airplane, I mean, at the airline, um, and his name is Mr. Bartz, but what if it was Mr. Farts? Mmm. You were thinking about that? Wow. What if he was a robot and he was Mr. Parts? Mr. Parts. What if he was an exhibitionist and he was showing butts? Because his first name is Owen. Owen Bartz showing <laughs> butts. Showing butts. Showing butts. Do you have a, an alternative name for him, Alec? Well, I, I did, um, but it, it was rhyming with farts. Um, and I feel like we're past that. No, you can still say it. Oh, I was going to say he's me at work. Owen Sharts. I shared it myself oh. at work. Oh. Yeah. Well, like we said, it all happens. Yeah. It happens to all of us. It happens to all of us. Do you it, really um, want to put that happened, on that? It happened twice. Do you really <laughs> want to put that on the episode? People know. It's fine. Well, they don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I talk about this on every podcast I, I go on, so Good it's Lord. just it's just taking a while to <laughs> get it on LMNOP. <laughs> so murder, huh? I mean, last episode, foul. you were saying that you fart in Balto's face. Well, he deserves it. He and is, loves it. He is fine with it. Um, this is the first time I've watched like a cop show in a long time, and so just the fake video enhancement part. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> threw me threw me off. It yes. is so funny. Like that's how video works in uh-huh. fiction. That's how security tapes record. Yeah, yeah, because Sherlock is looking at the security tapes at the brownstone, and he's enhance, 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 because there's a guy talking to Mr. Bonk E, who's got a a polo on that has a logo on it, um, on the sleeve, because they can't see his face, but they can see the sleeve of his shirt, and it's tomato foods. It says on sant. On Sant, yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and he's. It says it says arm two. Mm-hmm. It does say arm two, and his other sleeve says arm one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just 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 to help him get dressed. Yeah, the front of the shirt just says torso. <laughs> he's a real Mister Cool Ice, and so Joan is like, "Hey, what are you up to?" And Sherlock explains, "You know, I'm looking at this, and I, you know, we don't know what he looks like, but whatever." Um, but we we could pay attention, you know, we'll just look for somebody who carries a pager still in 2012, because that's old school. And um, Joan is like, by the way, I'm about to get ready to go have dinner with your dad. So if you want to come along with, you got to do it now. 
And Sherlock is like, he's still not coming. So no, I'm I'm not going to waste my steps to go to this restaurant. Hmm. He's like, why would I go to church if God isn't real? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, And Jonah's like, fine, you're rude. Also, it's an insulin pump. It's not a pager. Which is just, I think it's a, you know, a positive for the people that designed that insulin pump because they probably designed it to be inconspicuous and look kind of like a pager. Mm -hmm. And here Sherlock is all smarty pants, smarty poopy pants, and he doesn't know. (laughs) He's like, there's no shortage of uh, like, and they make a bunch of like fat jokes. Yeah, he does. Uh, It's Yeah, but he's like, there's no shortage of like plump white executives at this office, but only one carries a pager slash an insulin pump. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So they go to the one, you know, one diabetic executive who also was being sued by the lawyers. So that would be another thing that connects them. And he's like, uh, yeah, I knew him, but it was because I was blowing a whistle at him. Well, f- f- first he was like very badly lying. Like, oh, I've never heard of him. Also, I heard that he died. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I heard Hank was died in a plane crash. And they're like, oh, Hank, you know his nickname. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, he closed the door and he's like, yeah, I'm a whistleblower. Like, please don't blow my cover. I don't really know what happened. Yes. And, um... Sherlock watches him uh, have some trouble opening a bottle, a pill bottle, and he's like, okay, goodbye. And he just evaporates out of the office. <laughs> he just he just apparates. Yeah. <laughs> he just, and Bella's like, I thought he was a really good suspect. And Sherlock is like, he has no grip strength anymore, which can happen with diabetic people, apparently. And he had all this ergonomic office supplies in his office. And- right. So he couldn't yeah. have held the, the murder weapon, which really throws a wrench and bells sure throws a wrench and bells it throws a wrench um, <laughs> it throws wrenches and bells it, it uh, throws a wrench if you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a bell <laughs> <laughs> yeah sherlock's like all we need to do to find the executive who did this is like uh, hold a fake carnival for all the executives and have like a strength contest with the bell <laughs> <laughs> and then whoever hits the bell is the murder suspect yep yes and I actually, so I watched this episode twice because I watched it once to take notes and then again with Alec. Um, and I actually watched, like I took note of the fact that there are shots that if you are like pausing or like looking at everything around these characters, they do have shots where you can see his like ergonomic pen and his book holder and stuff. So it's just yeah, like, that makes sense. you can be a detective too. Uh-huh. Fun fact, he probably got all that stuff from an occupational therapist. Ah, that is fun. Yeah. Do you know that Alec studied occupational therapy for a while? I deduced it from the way he said that sentence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I studied it for so long, I could have got two degrees in it. Instead, I got none. (laughs) Ain't that just the way sometimes? (laughs) Hey, it happens. You got a degree and then you got an an anti-degree. You know, it's like when you eat a pound of pasta and a pound of anti-pasta, you're hungry again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It balances out. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you looped back around to not having one again. So then I did. I just, I just wanted to wrap up this scene. I think it was a really weird tension between like respecting what diabetic people live through and also making fat jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, not super great, but yeah, not the worst by any means. Mm-hmm. That is like I think that's something that's like the one thing he really ever like derides another person on. 
It's like mm-hmm. he'll he'll often like if there's a suspect or whatever who's like when when they're looking for a larger person, he's usually like, yeah, he describes them as round and stuff like that. Yeah. And like we can talk about like how that's because it's such a universally accepted form of derision mm-hmm. and how like he, you know, he's self-absorbed and yeah, all that stuff. But it just you don't have to write it. You could you could not write it. Right. <laughs> He could just say something else. Uh, so that guy's not a suspect anymore. So now we switch to Jones. Um, Jones. Uh, dinner with daddy. Dinner dinner with, with father. One thing that I, I liked about this scene is right away, he's like, oh, Sherlock's not coming. And Joan is like, yeah, sorry. And he's like, that's all right. I've laid as many bricks in the wall between us as he did. And that is yeah, like. Yeah, that was a good line. Yeah. it's And it's very tr- true. <laughs> like. It is on many levels. Yeah. And his, you know, his father is, is, uh, anyway. So he asks Joan, how's it going? And Jonas actually has like some positive things to say about him. She's like, I think he's taking really well to his new life. And, you know, it's hard to get him to go to these meetings. But, and, uh, and then the dad is like, yes, that reminds me of this highly specific story from his childhood. (laughs) He's like, when he was a kid, he would climb up on a fence and uh, walk from pole, post to post. And I told him not to do it because it's dangerous, but he did it anyway and fell and broke his wrist with the bone jutting out, which... Ugh. Yummy. What? Hmm? What? What? Hmm? Huh? What's up? Seeing human blood does not make me hungry. Let's move on. Okay. So... Uh, and then that, you know, he he wrapped the wound so that he wouldn't, uh, and wore a long sleeve shirt so he wouldn't have to admit that I was right. And um, then Joan is like, I would love to hear more about Sherlock and, uh, you know, learn more about him because I don't know that much about him. And the dad is like, yeah, sure. Um, but first, I need to alert you that you have been <laughs> coaxed into a snafu. Because um, he says, how's the sex? You do that, right? That's part of it. For your exorbitant fee? For your exorbitant fee. And Joan is not happy at all. He's like, oh, sorry. It's just too funny. And, you know, Sherlock knew that he could pull this prank off because Dad doesn't show. Dad doesn't exist. Dad doesn't exist. So this was, yeah, this was. (laughs) Yeah, this is the point where I was like, now I'm a dad truther. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was a crisis actor. Um. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he says Sherlock hired him to go to this dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really believe in crisis actors. I just want to say that. I believe that all dads are crisis actors, but only them. Well. I do believe there are crisis actors, um, and there are crisis two actors, and there are crisis three <laughs> voice actors. <laughs> I actually don't believe in those. I think those are all AI. <laughs> Okay, well, you're just a fucking conspiracy nut today, so. <laughs> Crisis-spiracy. <laughs> um, more like Christ is spiracy because God isn't real. Christ is piracy. He's a pirate. Christ <gasps> was a pirate. That's why he wore those sandals. <laughs> Christ loves that booty. <laughs> why are we- could walk on water. Walk on water. To rob need to, other boats. Uh, he turned water into rum, and he's like, where's the rum gone? And then he's like, here it is. I made more. Here it is. And he had a blue beard. <laughs> that one's speculation, but it is true. <laughs> he was very um, dangerous. You, you don't want to cross him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that took me a second. He, it took me three days. He has... <laughs> 
<laughs> he has stigmata because he has a hook hand and he tried to clap. <laughs> <laughs> where the other car door was, I, that was where I hook hand car door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. Um, so... Uh, now we go back to Sherlock and he is, he's had a sand revelation because the thing that um, Monsanto, not Bonbanto, Monsa- Monsanto, Monsanto was being sued about was fake sugar, like a sweetener that looks like sugar, but gives you cancer. Which, okay, which, okay. Did, did, did either of you think for a second that the sugar was like the sand? Yes, absolutely. I did. Yes. Like that's where, that's where I was being led because he was like, "Hmm, sugar looks like like the, sand." He's like, "The sand is unfrosted." I'm like, "Hmm, frosting <laughs> sugar, right?" But no, no, unrelated. Yeah, turns out it's just another kind of sand that looks like <laughs> other sand. Sandy flakes. Sandy flakes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my mom never used to let us eat sand pops. Um, <laughs> very yummy cereal. Um. <laughs> do they do they have those in Canada, Alex? Um, sugar. Well, they're called sugar pops. We have corn pops. So, well, that's the thing is we have corn pops too now, but they used to be called sugar pops. They're the same thing. Were they yellow? Yeah. Am I thinking of oat pops? I think those are just pops. Sugar. The the pops. the kind of the, the yellow kind of like roundish. Kind of like the ovular ball, yeah, yeah. Oh, they weren't ovular here. Oh, they're kind of like hollow. Oh, ew, these are like misfits box corn pops. <laughs> <laughs> no, the corn pops are like perfectly spherical. Spherical, like a kicks, like a what? K I X that cereal. <sighs> Hold on, I need to do some deduction. Paw Patrol kicks, honey and berry berry. Wow, propaganda! You cannot escape. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like kicks are what we called corn pops. And then All sugar corn pops, pops are, are bastards. <laughs> corn pop Joe Biden. Connect the dots yourself. Listen here, Apple Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> she don't miss. So anyway, <laughs> the sand has got Sherlock thanking. Um, his gears are torning. Uh, and he... Is like there was sand on the beach, but it was from the the fuel tank of the plane. So somebody put f- sand in the fuel tank to mess up the plane slowly but surely and cause it to crash. And it was supposed to be, you know, it was supposed to crash over water, so the sand would just look like sand, and there would be no evidence of the sabotage. What's the French word for sab- sabotage? Sabotage, probably. Mm. Le, le sabotage. Le, le sabotage. And so Sherlock is like, I'm so smart. There's a saboteur. Uh, maybe Ooh. Hank saw someone trying to sabotage the... In French, the- it's a verb. Well, it, it's in English too, but you can like conjugate <laughs> it in French. Yeah. Je saboterai means mm. I will sabotage. I mean, we have a word for that in English. It's I will sabotage. Right. But you can make all kinds of funky, fresh words in French. Well, that's, that's, that's just French. Yeah. What's the I sabotage? 
she sabotages, they sabotage. We sabotage. It's not as fun in uh in English. You all as a plural group sabotage. Yeah, you informal people sabotage as well as you formal people sabotage. We You're saying sabotage. <laughs> we inclusive, not including the listener sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that there is a a tense just for not you. <laughs> <laughs> it would be useful in English, to be honest. But. It would. <laughs> so yeah, so maybe Hank saw the saboteur and um, got bonked by them. And then they were like, this plane's going to crash anyway. Might as well put him in the back of it <laughs> in the cargo hold. It's free real estate. Um, which which <laughs> just like at that point, do you not have enough time to take out some of the sand? Because like, you know, your plane just kind of went out the window. You you added an extra 200 pounds to the, the plane. So it's not going to. I guess at that point, you're well, just like, well, what else can I do? No, I think because the plane was already, like, the fuel was calibrated for his weight. And so mm-hmm. when they when they thought they were, like, take, uh, not, what's the word? Taking off, not taking off. Um, Yeah, take you can take off a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking, like, a rocket. When you explode the plane <laughs> into the sky, they already had <laughs> yeah, the fuel yeah. expecting to have him, so that they thought they just had extra fuel. Right. Well, the other thing is you can't take the sand out of the fuel tank if the fuel's already in there. Yeah. But listen, I'm sorry, I've never sabotaged a plane before. You've never sabotaged a plane? (laughs) (laughs) Arrested development voice. The fact that that's what you call it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they're back at the brownstone now. And Joan comes home from from the punking. And Sherlock is like... Hey, you're here. I have a new theory, and I found out who I might think it might be, and I've been waiting up for you, and now let's go catch the killer. It's time for a parlor room reveal. And she's like, um, fuck <laughs> you? No? <laughs> you punked me, and I did not appreciate that. She's being an epic, illogical woman about it. <laughs> and he's like, I think this is a genuine like moment of vulnerabil- vulnerability, kind of, of Sherlock saying, you should have trusted me when I said he wasn't, wouldn't show. He just wants Joan to be a part of his life and a, you know, a willing accompaniment. Yeah. What? But jo- Joan's not having any of it. She's like, if you want me to trust you, then do trustworthy things. Mm-hmm. Like, not yeah. pranking me. Yeah. It's an incredibly valid point. So Joan is like, yeah, you can go hang out with your other friends. If you want to go talk to a suspect, so he does. Yeah, but but also, you know, she she's not just mad that she got pranked. You know, she she's like, how can I possibly trust you when I don't know you? Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't talk to me about yourself. You yeah. do not open up to me. Yeah, which is a little contradictory because wouldn't it like wouldn't saying I have an absentee father who is famously unreliable isn't that kind of telling her about him? Yeah, yes, but but he I needs think to provide specific examples in the text. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I think I think this kind of really shows the compromise the two of them make because when Joan is looking to have someone trust her and, and, and she's looking to trust them, she's she's someone that's looking for a lot more information. Where Sherlock is like, I no, I I do trust you, which is why I've told you these two things about my life. Right. Where most people know zero things about my life. Right. Yeah. So Sherlock is hanging out with Belle instead. Um, and by hanging out, I mean he's going <laughs> to accuse someone of murder. After grabbing Froyo. Yeah. They don't show the Froyo, but he's wiping his lips right before the, you know, before. So the, the other guy, so so Show and Butts answers the door 
And Sherlock is like, so we figured out things about you. For example, you are a pilot. You're not just a random guy that stands around in the security room of the um, airline. And uh, they do this whole thing. I mean, he, he you know, he has this whole uh, spiel about why he thinks that um, the guy has sabotaged the plane, namely that every time he comes back from Miami, he has 66 more pounds of cargo than he should based on like who's there and what their um blood luggage <laughs> the guy's just like uh, uh, math error yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes i think stuff is 66 more than it normally is <laughs> specifically when it's coming back from miami right <laughs> right <laughs> i'm really bad at math um just like three <laughs> days after uh going to florida yeah it's, it's just actually because of all of the coke i do while it's, I'm actually, there. it's just because my hair just gets so big in the humidity down there <laughs> <laughs> by the like from takeoff to landing i lose 66 pounds of hair humidity wait <laughs> <laughs> exactly so sherlock is like no you're getting 30 kilos of cocaine every time you go to florida which is a lot Miami, of cocaine florida. right like that's a lot of cocaine Yes, like I believe one of, of those one of those bricks is like a kilo. One of the bricks that they show in TV shows. I just you know? found thirty bricks inside <laughs> of my plane. <laughs> thirty bricks is is how many in the wall between Sherlock and his dad? Oh, it's a theme, and they are mm. cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's actually how they bond in the in the later seasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes, it is It is a lot of coke because he's a mule. This, yeah. is, this is not his personal coke collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's the glass bottles. They're Mexican coke bottles. <laughs> they weigh more. So yeah, so it's 30 kilos of, of cocaine, which it, it I, like some of the stuff in this episode is really in hindsight kind of on the nose. I don't think I remembered to mem- mention it, but like when they're at the security office for the airline, the guy that runs the airline also makes model planes Mm -hmm. which is like does he have a second thing that he likes or it's just planes just fucking love planes big planes little planes i don't know that seems like authentic to me like there could that could be a guy that's a type of guy do do you know what his his favorite restaurant is what buffalo wild wings oh (laughs) do you know what his favorite uh disney movie is what homer bound not related to planes not pl- yeah not i was he gonna just, say he is just it really likes that movie his favorite it would have been planes Pla- I- it's is actually there, planes too is there a yeah so planes was a real movie that was made and was not just a fever dream of our tumblr i believe so yes but i cannot friend group in 2012 okay yeah there was definitely an alternative plot to planes that like someone kind of low-key spec scripted <laughs> <laughs> or not really but you know had the pitch it was for. about being uh cocaine mule from miami to new york Mm -hmm. that was the original plot of planes (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say his favorite restaurant is um illegal seafoods because um the everglades and miami and cocaine illegal okay keep working on it (laughs) yeah i'll come back to you um Tune back into episode seven where I finished that joke. <laughs> so if this guy winds up being the, the killer and he goes to jail, is is he the defendant or the plaintiff? Hey. Mm-hmm. Well Well, I'm gonna be the bailiff from this podcast. 
<laughs> they originally thought that someone was killed in a plane tiff. Oh. Mm. Both yeah. syllables. Yeah, it's a it's extra points in Scrabble. So they have this parlor room reveal on the step of this guy's house. And he's like, well, um, you're wrong. And also, I couldn't have done it because I was hanging out with my boss. Goodbye. <laughs> he's so casual about it. Like, he just like, first mm-hmm. of all, if any cop like knocked on your door and mm-hmm. you just opened up and like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'll ask you some questions. But also the <laughs> fact that he's like, <laughs> like, he's the guilty. And then, or like, he like, he's implicated and also just like the casual closing the door (laughs) he's not like are we done here he's just like i have an alibi here it is goodbye just slowly close the door on you (laughs) yeah yeah it's very um it's very much a power move not a good one but it is it's a it's a move it's a move you have to move your arm to close the door. Um, he was he like he did a big ganondorf like charge up kick but then just like missed that was, that was <laughs> so he just used his arm. Yeah. Very, gen- very gently. <laughs> so Sherlock is, um, it's the next day. Sherlock is in um, the brownstone and Joan wakes up and Sherlock is just sitting in her room. Mm-hmm. Just casual. Yeah. Like a weird statue. And um, Joan is calls the parents of the baby she's babysitting, and she says, "Can I remove the weird clown statue in the corner?" And they say, "What clown statue?" <gasps> um, and then she checks the oven because the turkey is in the crib. You know what? what? Alex, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> there are these two scary stories of being a babysitter, where one was like. Um, a girl, somebody babysitting a kid and, um, like, puts the kid to bed and is, like, calls the parents and is like, all right, she fell asleep just fine. The clown statue in the corner of the room is kind of creepy, though. And the parents are like, what clown statue? Ah! Oh, no. And then <laughs> there's the other story of somebody making a turkey and putting the baby to sleep and... They look in the crib later, and there's a turkey in the crib. So where's the baby? What's in the oven? The clown. It's a clown. Yeah. Akuyachi the clown. But doctor, the turkey is in the crib. (laughs) Yes. It's exactly like that. And Joan is like, and Sherlock is like, okay, you were right. I am not fond of planes. Not because it's a phobia, but because I'm very smart and good at noticing things. So I see things, and I know that planes, you know, things could go wrong in planes really easily. And Jonah's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, totally. Mm-hmm. And he, like, implies that all, like, pilots are drinking on the job, which I feel like <laughs> generally isn't true. <laughs> right? Yeah. We can ask Summer. I mean, maybe they are. Maybe they are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it kind of feels like a weird excuse, because, like, don't you notice all the same things when being driven around? Uh-huh. Yeah, if you're epic smart, like Shockwave is, um, you, like, would know that being in a plane is safer than being in a car. Right. It's almost like he does definitely have a phobia. <laughs> um, so he's like, see, Joan, I'm trusting you by telling you something. And Joan is like, you're telling me something I already guessed. This is not, <laughs> I'm not impressed by this. That don't impress me much. <laughs> so you're exactly. scared of planes. <laughs> um, but have you got a dad? <laughs> don't get me wrong. I think your dad is real. Um, 
but so that anyway. won't keep me from being stiffed on a meal. <laughs> so so now they go to the um, police station because, the, oh, the guy, the Miami Coke guy's alibi was, I went to my boss's house and I was there all morning. So that's my alibi. So then they go to the police station and the boss is there and he's like, yeah, the other guy called me and he told me that he totally murdered um, Hank the Bonky and that he needed me to alibi him and I couldn't do that. I couldn't let that stand. So I'm here instead. And um, also he looks like shit. Yeah. Just and so, that's also. <laughs> um, Sherlock is like loudly whispering into his like scarf that he's holding over his nose about how smelly the guy is like two mm-hmm. feet away from him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's stage uh, he whispering. Smells, he smells like model plane glue. Mm-hmm. From his model planes. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, wow, showing butts is the killer. We gotta go get him now. So they go to his house, and uh, he's gone. He booked it. But he's, they find... He's ski-daddled. Exactly. They find a, a, a wrench in the situation, oh. which is his garage. Yes, that's what he calls his garage. <laughs> he calls it the situation. My car holding situation. Um, yeah, and it's the murder weapon. It's got blood all over it. It's super obviously the murder weapon. It's and covered like, in like like sea algae and like brackish mm-hmm. water. And, yes. uh, and uh, Shake Shack's like, hold on, this is stupid. <laughs> He's like, why would he leave like t- to get away from being arrested for the murder and leave the murder weapon behind? And also it's still wet. <laughs> It's still wet. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I did, I liked about this too, is that Sherlock is like, um, it's got algae from brackish water. And Belle is like, brackish? And Joan is like, it's a mixture of salt water and fresh water. And I was like, thank you, Belle. I'm, it, it's, it's not unusual to not know what brackish means. Because <laughs> I, I, I was having a conversation, um, me and my two friends one time. And I was like, yeah, it's the, uh, it's a mixture of salt and fresh water. I know there's a word for that. And they both, like, at the same time were like, brackish. And I was like, it's weird that you both know that. It's not weird <laughs> that I don't know that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay. <laughs> and then Alec said, you mean the show starring uh, Lawrence Fishburne? <laughs> Let's see, Alec Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's the prize. Yeah. Keep your eyes on it. <laughs> so they're like okay so he ran away and he left the murder weapon which is weird and Sherlock is like no 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 because see these cans of motor oil they're it's like says on the can Acme fake oil can <laughs> prank can <laughs> they're, they're too fancy for his car so yes. they must have stacks of fake money in them mm-hmm. I mean real and money in the show yes prop money Within kayfabe, very real. So yeah, they're like he's like I feel like he wouldn't leave the murder weapon and all of his coke money. So <laughs> if he's if he's on the run from the law, he he'll probably need this money. Yeah. So he is uh, probably dead, basically. So they bring the boss back in, and he looks even more like shit. He looks like microwave shit. Okay, hold on. Question, what? because yes. so when they left, they were like, excuse us for a few minutes, and they walk out of the room, mm-hmm. and then when they got to the guy's house, I'm like, won't that guy just leave the room? So I assumed <laughs> that he was just sitting there alone the whole time. <laughs> 
Yeah. The the timeline of like TV shows is weird because they'll only show, you know, like they'll show somebody testifying on the stand for like a minute. But mm-hmm. in reality, those things take like hours. And like they'll do like interrogations with people and they'll go to the suspect and the suspect will be like, I've been in here for eight hours with nobody talking to me. So mm-hmm. I feel like they just like did that. I mean, all the characters are just T-posing when they're off screen. That is very true. It saves animation time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they. I mean, the, I mean, though, it is funny to think about him just sitting there the whole time. I, mean, I thought that once he was like, "Oh, it was showing butts," they were like, "Okay, great, thanks. You can go. We're gonna go take care of this." And then when things didn't add up, they were like, "Hey, could you come back? We just have like one more question for you." <laughs> But no, the thing is, they literally did say, like, excuse us for a few minutes and just left him in the room. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, Owen lives right next to the police station. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, and that's actually, yeah, um, they never have to go in cars. And that's why uh, Sheriff isn't scared of cars, because he doesn't go in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and he also uses the subway all the time, which um, nothing bad has ever happened on the subway. So No, never. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, it makes sense. Planes are up in the sky, uh-huh. and, and, you know, it, it's open, and there anything could happen. Uh-huh. But the subway, it's it's protected by the ground that it's under. Uh-huh. There's a lot of ground above it, yeah. which is makes it safer. Mm-hmm. More protection, more padding. Mm-hmm. So, they're talking to the boss guy, and he just really looks... I mean, he looks like, um... A thumb when you put it in water for too long. <laughs> Pruny. Or like for when you put a Band-Aid on something and then you take the Band-Aid off. You know. He looks yeah. bad. And he Sherlock is like... Yeah. And you Sherlock look, is like, you, you oh, he's... <laughs> he's like, he must be lying. He looks terrible. And Joan is like, yeah, or he's like dying because he looks really terrible. And he's gulping down water like it's... um. Like it's water. And he's thirsty. <laughs> he's very he's a very thirsty man. But while they're interviewing this guy, Sherlock and Joan are in the um behind the one way mirror thing. That little room. And um they're talking about something or other, and Joan sees a little scar on his on Sherlock's wrist. And she's like, Oh, where'd you get that? And she said he's Sherlock says, um, a boyhood misadventure. I was fell off a fence and my bone was jutting out and it was super gross. So that's how I got the car. And then Joan says something that she says a lot that I don't understand how she even gets away with saying it once. <laughs> because she says, I just remembered an errand I forgot to run. I think at this point she's just banking on him not really caring much about her. Yeah. Yeah. He, she does that so much. Like, She'll ask a question about something. He'll say something and she'll just be like, I have to go water my dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you laugh at someone and you're like, I just remember was remembering a joke from earlier. Um, I, I wasn't laughing at you. It's just it's such a weak and it's like it's not specific, which maybe he would catch on more if it was specific. But she's just like, I have some personal life to do. Um, so I'll talk to you later. I have some feelings I need to uh, take care of. And he's like, ugh, God. Can I, get <laughs> I have out a B-plot I need to resolve. 
<laughs> yeah. And Sherlock's <gasps> bees. <laughs> <laughs> so Sherlock is in the hallway with um, Bell and Gregson, and he sees Bell refilling the Wawa again. More of that clear, splashy liquid we call water. And he says, give this guy a pitcher. It'll last longer. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't last very long because the guy's so thirsty. Yes, he is. He just sips the whole thing up. But we can't talk more about that because we have to go to the B-plot that Joan has. Um, He stands for bookstore. mm -hmm. So this is the B-plot. Was the whole thing with the plane over the water the sea plot? Ah, in an aeroplane over the sea plot. Oh. I'm going to change my nickname to that. <laughs> anyway, so so Joan has um, goes to a bookstore where she finds the actor, the so-called actor that Sherlock supposedly hired to um, impersonate his faja. And she's like... He's like, how did you find me? And she's like, oh, you dropped a receipt and I handed it back to you. And in that one second, I saw that you, the name of the bookstore and that you got a 20% discount, which. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, I see you. I, you must have been hanging out with Sherlock a lot. <laughs> right. And I'm like, no, it's an address. Like, it's really simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a very quick, it's a very yeah. s- small amount of time to, Sherlock is teaching Joan Zawardo. <laughs> So, so she's like, okay, Alistair, I know that that's your name. And, you know, that story about his fence wrist is real. So you, you must know him because he wouldn't have just told you that for a prank. And Alistair's like, you got me. We're, we've been friends since he was 10, which isn't weird. <laughs> he He's like a son to me, in a yeah. way. Yeah, 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 I think that is. My gears probably. returning like, oh, maybe this is Sherlock's real dad in an emotional way. Mm. Because he doesn't have a physical one. Right. Dads are a concept anyway. Dads are fake, but the consequences are real. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So uh, Alistair is like, yeah, Sherlock and I are friends because he wrote me a letter when he was 10. Sherlock was at at 10 years old, just writing letters left and right. He was- (laughs) To anybody. To anybody. There's later seasons where there's somebody that he met from a letter that he wrote to them. I don't want to spoil it, but anyway. So uh, apparently he he did, Alistair did the Yorkshire accent in a radio play really well, and he was the only one that got it right. So Sherlock, at age 10, (laughs) wrote to send him his approval. Like, I consider myself an expert on this subject, and you have done very well. (laughs) So Alistair's talking about how, you know, he's known Sherlock for a long time, and he did know him when he was um, using, and he was in New York, and Sherlock, like, came to his house when he was, like, doing really bad, and um, Alistair took him in for a couple days and took care of him, and he was like, yeah, and he kept mumbling this woman's name over and over again, Um, and Joan was like, what's the name? And Alistair's like, "Mm, don't worry about it. (laughs) He said it wasn't important, so I forgot it. Yeah, yeah. And then and then Joan is like, okay, but it seems like it's probably important. And Alistair's like, right, I'll tell you. <gasps> well, he's like, you know what? Actually, I think it probably does matter. <laughs> yeah. And he like- Just takes on his a, own. Yeah. He takes a big breath in, and then we cut back to um, Mr. Cooper. And uh, that's the, the boss guy. And the pitcher is empty. So Sherlock is like, all right, time for my very clever- um, deducing question. You got a pee pee. <laughs> Are you pissing? Are you pissing and peeing? Oh, you're pissing? 
And the guy's like, no, I'm good. Why? And Sherlock is like, um, killers never pee, so. <laughs> You're um, covered in glue and you, the pee can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is the parlor room reveal two. Peggle two voice. Parlor room reveal two. Woo. Woo. Because all of the things that they, that Cooper said showing butts did. He actually did. So he sabotaged the plane and he killed, he bonked the man. And um, when he talked to, to Schoen about it, he stabbed him. Owen must have stabbed Cooper at, one, at some point or another or cut him in some way. And um, he lost a lot of blood, but he... Um, you, sorry, you said when when Bossman went to go talk to Schoen Butts. Yeah. Y- you mean when Bossman went to go kill show and show and butts he totally went over there with the sole purpose oh, of, of murking that dude yeah definitely and, and then they got into it mm-hmm. and because he didn't want it. it was a disagreement over whether or not he should be murdered right <laughs> he's like i think i should murder you and i was like ah! i prefer not i got all yeah. this fake money in my real oil i mean real money in my fake oil <laughs> fake oil for my real friends <laughs> Real oil for my fake friend. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, so he lost a lot of blood from the, you know, artistic differences of whether or not um, Owen should be murdered. And, <laughs> and, then, and he's like, "Oh no, it was just a scratch, just a flesh wound from uh, being in my garage alone." Yeah, he he wouldn't like. It's so obviously a lie because Sherlock is like, "Show us the cut you have," and he's like, "What? I don't have a cut." And he's like blah 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 and he's like okay so i do have a cut but it it was from a different thing so (laughs) so he glued the wound back up so we didn't have to go to the hospital and explain why he got uh, a cut and that's why he smells so much like glue is because he's covered in glue he looks like shit because he lost a lot of blood (laughs) he looks like shit because he's lost a lot of blood yes and and he doesn't have to pee because he's reabsorbing liquid to get more blood right yes he glued his urethra shut and because murderers never pee (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. cheaters never win killers never pee i'm always saying this <laughs> so um they're like you gotta tell us that you did it because the fact that you brought down a plane is very 9-11-y of you and you could get <laughs> the death penalty for it this is just such a shitty i i they always yeah. like have to have something to bargain with but the fact that they use like the death penalty isn't Illegal in New York State, but it's legal in the U.S., so it could, you could be federally charged. Yeah, this is very, like, a propaganda scene mm-hmm. where, like, they're justified in, like, threatening to elicit a confession. Yeah. And, like, and, like, they are in the situation, but that's, like, the point of the propaganda is, like, to yeah. convince us that they it ever is. Yeah, acceptable. sometimes we have to completely lie to people so that they give <laughs> false confessions and then spend 30 years in jail. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to evoke the Patriot Act for no reason. (laughs) Um, Sometimes we have to tell a man he can't leave the room until he takes his clothes off. (laughs) (laughs) It's normal and it's good. So, but, you know, they're also like, we are gonna find the body because, of course, you you probably stashed his butt in the same spot that you stashed the wrench. And there's only like two spaces that could be. So, 
you know, you might as well. <laughs> because every character on the show only knows two locations. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's the, the two ponds with uh, brackish water. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but even I mean, this this is what I think is so silly about it is is apparently boss man uh, killed Hank, bonked him with the wrench and then threw the wrench in a pond and then wanted to frame <laughs> showing butts. So he what swam around a pond <laughs> and found the wrench that he tossed in could be a river or a marsh. That's not less. But the idea then is that like he left it in a convenient place so he could go back, go back and get it. Yeah, just in case he has to frame somebody with it later. And then also part of their, like, convincing him to confess is, like, oh, like, you could waste the NYPD's budget by, like, making us search these places and we'd eventually find mm-hmm. it. But don't you want to be nice to us and, like, just tell us where it is? <laughs> so that we I'm can like, more easily. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I'd like to waste your budget, please. <laughs> I choose option A. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so we got him. We, we got the guy. That's it. Now, I don't think we ever actually explained why he did it, but but basically, boss man knew about showing butts and all the coke, mm-hmm. and then the pilot guy, Joe. Uh, yeah. Joe Pilot, he found out about it and was not okay with it, mm-hmm. which is why the boss went to uh, sand fuel and sa- sabotaged mm-hmm. his planes, <laughs> right. and then Hanky so- walked in on him. Yes. The law firm was unrelated, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was totally inconsequential <laughs> that there were three other people that were supposed to be on that plane. How much do you get paid for Coke? Yeah. And like the the guy who was murdered had nothing to do. Like he just walked in on him mm-hmm. when he was filling it up with sand. Yeah. He was like the least relevant. I mean, he would have part. died anyway in the. Yeah. It, it is funny. There are some episodes that. It does feel like very contained, uh, like at our last one in the hospital. I don't think they ever look for anybody really outside the hospital. Mm-hmm. They go to the coffee shop, but like mm-hmm. that's it. But yeah, but then there are some like with this one where mm-hmm. it's like we gotta check out this and then this and then this and then this. Yeah, but it was actually this. Yeah, it was actually totally <laughs> separate. But you know, that's like that's part of a good detective story is like loose ends and like red herrings. Yeah. And it's, like, but. realistic to real life, I think. I mean, not that I know anything about any complicated murder schemes, but you don't always, like, find the fact that there's been a crime because the murder... Like, it's not always yeah. linear of, like, yeah. you know, this person got killed by this. Yeah, I feel like it is uh, more realistic. My only issue with it is that Shark Week is, like... Oh, it was this, and then it wasn't, and he's like, ah, oh, but but it was this, and then it wasn't, and he's like, ah, oh, but it was this, and like he's never like he's wrong yeah. several times, but he never like recognizes that <laughs> because he keeps finding a new thing. Yeah, he's like more data for my theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do like that. I like when they do. I think it's funny when they do like a whole parlor room reveal to somebody, and the person is like, no, <laughs> no, I didn't do that. And they're like, oh, well, we had a really convincing motive for you, so. Didn't you hear the music when I was speaking? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, Sherlock definitely plays his own theme music. (laughs) In his head. (laughs) You can also, like, as a watcher of this show, you can tell when he's right or not. Because when they're describing it, they'll do flashbacks of it, but only when he's right Mm. and not, like, other times but it's usually towards the end of the episode anyway so yeah you know, it's not like you're really spoiling anything for yourself 
So then the, the murder investigation is wrapped up. We got him. It was glue man. And so we're back at the brownstone. And Sherlock is wearing, um, you might say, a t-shirt and a vest. Because <laughs> that is what he's wearing. Joan comes home and she's like, oh, congratulations on the uh, solving the case. Can I ask you a question? And he's like, sure, as long as I can't hear it at all. Uh, and I'm not in the room. And he goes to leave. And she says, I know about Irene. <gasps> and then Sherlock turns around and just shows the ultimate puppy dog <laughs> face. He looks it's, um, so sad. Hold on. It's the it's the Bernie sad face from the HK server. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm going to share it so Alec can see it. Oh good. Man, it would be really terrible if I missed out on a joke that the two of you got that I didn't. Yeah, good thing that hasn't because that happened hasn't so that has that hasn't happened. It's a very good image. Mm. <laughs> it's a combination of that and the um big shiny eyeball emoji. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. It's really good. John Lee Miller is good at acting. He's like Irene. You rang. <laughs> I Irene, I hardly know ween. <laughs> Not that. Maybe something different. Irene, no. I We Reen. We Reen. We they are Reen. Reen. We, not including the listener, will Reen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's episode. That is episode. Alex, thank you so much for being on with us. Um, what would you like to tell the tell our listeners about? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Alex. Uh, I'm Leaf Crunch on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm on H. Kip, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat, Just a mm -hmm. Fact, with Fal. Uh, and yeah, uh, this was a really enjoyable uh, episode and I'm glad that I could be on Elementope. Oh, yeah, we were glad too. to have you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Twitter at Flight Cub B. The second B stands for sand. And um Elementope is um at Elementope cast on Twitter and on Gmail, but you know, use the email sparingly. <laughs> Alec, would you like to promote anything? Nope, I'm good. Okay. Well, um, that's that's all for the episode. This uh, this marble will we'll keep on rolling. Uh, it, oh, we didn't talk about the fact that it was a uh, the first ever shortened. Um, oh yeah, the, the title what? intro. You sequence. missed out on the um, Rube Goldberg machine. Oh, you mean <laughs> you mean the intro isn't one second long? <laughs> no, no, it's usually longer. It's usually it's usually a whole game of mousetrap. Yeah. Oh. But but actually, this episode, yeah, you got very lucky. You got an extra thirty seconds of of content. Right. Mm -hmm. I ne I needed that to deduce. Yeah, it's good. Just imagine a a Rube Goldberg machine. Okay, I'm imagining it. Yeah, it's that. Wow. Yeah. Or an elaborate metal based game of mousetrap. <laughs> it's a zany action song in minor key. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's um that's episode. Thank you, Alex. Do you wanna hmm? do you wanna know the list of words that I came up with that aren't Sherlock? Yes. Yes. 
Uh, Sherwood, Sherman, Sherbet, Shirtless, Shirley, Shockwave, Short Film, Shark Week, Shoreline, Charmin, Shaquille, Sharehouse, Shave Cream, Shameful, Shale Oil, Shake Shack, Shouldn't, Shanty, Shamwow, Shurak, Shepherd, Shira, Shindig, Sheriff. Oh my god! Wow. Legends only! That's incredible. <laughs> I wish that you had had more opportunities. Uh, sorry for talking so much. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I think using them sparingly was good. Also good. The, when you said Sherman, I was like, yeah. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, the that the first time I was German? like, um, who's messed up? <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe this is this has got to be on purpose. <laughs> well. well, I was gonna offer you like a Sophie's choice between this and a- another bit, but I couldn't think of another. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we didn't have a choice then. Sophie's trick. <laughs> no, it was Sophie's treat. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go jail poop. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. bye.